Now batting for the American League from the New York Yankees. This is On Deck presented by Flag Post Sports. Let's go, baby. And now, the New York Yankees. All right, this is Tone, this is Flag Post, and this is On Deck Sports. And it's been a while since we've had our podcast together. Waited a while. It is game one of the World Series. Of course, the Rays and Dodgers. Rays who took out the New York Yankees. Let's talk about our Yanks. This is going to be our season end rundown. We're going to talk about how this team played, how they got eliminated, and let's look forward to some new pieces, new beginnings, and a new season. All right, first let's start with how the ALDS ended. A lot of missteps. Aaron Boone, Brian Cashman, Analytics team, they made some mistakes. All right, there's there's mistakes that were made. They could have done things a little bit better. I think everybody will remember game two. How, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Where they're like, we're going to bring in an open. We're going to bring in Davey Garcia. And then let's make it a better idea of bringing J-Hat. Davey Garcia, good move. Youngster, give him some reps. Maybe see if you get maybe four or five, maybe six innings out of him. If not, you got your bullpen. You could bring in a guy like J-Hat because we're up to early. Came in for one inning. You have one run. And then for some reason, they gave away for J-Hat, who completely fucking shit to bed. And we gave all the momentum in the world after winning game one to the fucking race. Tied series 1-1. Went down 2-1. Took a miraculous, absolute miraculous game by Jordan Montgomery. Came out strong. Got us to win. Tied it up. Went to game five. And the Yankees just couldn't hit. Aaron Judge let things off. He got a home run. Put the team up one zip. And then from there, it was just a ton of, like, scratching your head. And decisions that just don't make sense. You're up one zip. You have your bullpen come in. And with a one-run lead, you bring in Zach Britton in the sixth inning. Why do you do that? Where's Chad Green? Chad Green didn't come to the game. Bring in your, as Michael K likes to call him, your high leverage relievers. Bring in Chad Green. Make him pitch to six. Maybe get to the seven. Bring in Britton on the eighth, and then give it up for Chapman. What they decided to do was absolute fucking lunacy. You had him bring Britton in. Didn't pitch bad. But then you brought in Aralis Chapman. To get the final seven outs. Something that he has not done. At least to my recollection. In an immediate past. And it just. Absolute backfired. Yankees lose the game. Yankees ousted. And it was that simple. We just got outplayed. Outcoached. Aaron Boone. Not a good series. Yankees had their. End of season press conference. Cashman. Boone. Owner House Steinbrenner saying before the press conference that, of course, Aaron Boone's coming back. Now, this might be an unpopular opinion. I'm not a fan of Aaron Boone. I've never been a fan of Aaron Boone as his coach for this team. Yes, I know it's a highly driven analytic team, and he does have help along the way, but 
at some point, you got to trust your gut. You got to trust your baseball wherewithal to get you through games. And he doesn't have it. He's being set up by this team through analytics to make decisions, and it's not coming from him. And that's the downfall of this team. Cashman's saying, you know, there's some pieces. We're going to look to maybe resign. Of course, we're going to have some free agents. Mashihiro Tanaka, Jay Hat, uh, Paxton, of course, is going to be a free agent as well. Yankees likely not going to sign Hat. I don't think they should resign Paxton. He's been a train wreck ever since he's been here. Highly consistent, injured. We don't need that. Don't need a big lefty down the stretch getting injured for another four or five years. He's going to cost his team dearly. Tanaka didn't have the best season. Didn't have the best postseason, but he's a formal pitcher. I would try to bring him back, maybe on a smaller contract, two, three years tops. Let's see if we get some more of those uh, sliders out of him. Let's see, <laughs> maybe. But there are going to be a ton of free agent starting pitchers. Trevor Bauer, maybe Yankees trying to maybe stay under the threshold for luxury tax. Very un-Yankee-like, but here we are. This is 2020, and... This is the world we live in. Yankees are trying to slash payroll. George Steinbrenner's rolling in his fucking grave. Not great, not great. But there will be some free agents, and I do expect that they will try to make a splash at least for one, maybe two starting pitchers because, let's face it, this team needs it. We're going to have Garrett Cole next year. We're going to have Jordan Montgomery next year. Cashman said that Seve's going to come back likely June, maybe July. But realistically, Tommy John's surgery, you don't expect the guy to be fully back till that second year. So don't expect much from Severino next year. You do have Davey Garcia. He could blossom. He did pitch very well this season. I expect him to come back, be in a rotation. You got yourself four starters right there, maybe five with Seve and Domingo Herman. Reports coming out, maybe the Yankees are going to move forward from him. I think that's a mistake. He is a young talent. He's had some problems with his temper. We all know what happened to him, why he's suspended. Maybe he'll just move on. Maybe he'll learn from his mistakes. He is a good ball player, and I do think he is a good pitcher. I personally, if I'm the Yankees, I shock the goddamn world. Go after Trevor Bauer. Sign yourself another fucking ace. Load this team up with just starting pitching. Go after it. Take some pressure off the hitters that they don't have to go out to get those four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve fucking runs. We could get that pitching in there. We could get that going. These hitters might feel a little more comfortable, but these hitters do have to hit next year. I'm not going to leave them out of this equation. Let's single out some guys, shall we? DJ LeMayu going to be your free agent. You just got to give that guy a blank fucking check at this point. You, you, you can't be – I mean, he's our fucking team. He's the guy that's basically kept this team together for the last two years. When we needed that big hit, he was that big hit. When we needed that big play in the field, he was that big play in the field, and he needs to get fucking paid, and we need to pay him. Whatever the fuck he wants, we give him. You hear? Brian Cashman, do you fucking hear me? Anything that man wants, you give him. If he wants a fucking firstborn son from one of the goddamn players, you give him a firstborn son, motherfucker. Give him whatever he wants, however much he wants in his fucking paycheck. Let's get it locked up. Guys, the need to really, really step it up next year because I think we're getting to the point where some of these guys... We just got to, like, say, you know what? It's either you do or we got to look forward. First, we're going to start off with Giancarlo Stanton, Mr. Glass. 
Yes, everybody's going to say he had a monster postseason and all these home runs. But let's face it, a lot of these home runs that he got were garbage home runs. There were times when the Yankees didn't need it. They were just kind of pile on runs. Nothing substantial, and I can't really say that he's been clutch. He got stats, but guess what? Stats can be misleading, can't they? And that's exactly what he did for us this postseason. Luke Voigt, very good season, very good season. Just had a very bad postseason. Wrong time to not catch fire, wrong time to be cold. Gleyber Torres needs to bounce back from the season. He needs to have a Gleyber Torres season. He needs to learn how to stop throwing his fucking errors in the field. And he needs to get his shit together because he is a cornerstone of this team. And we need him to hit. He is one of the reasons why this team struggled in the ALDS. Gio Rochella, also another guy that struggled in the ALDS, went very cold. I think he'll be fine. I think, you know, he is that diamond in the rough. I think he is maturing into one of these top third basemen in the league. We'll see how he goes next year. Aaron Hicks. They gave this man a big contract, $10 million a year, based on a promise that he could be a good player if he just didn't get injured. But the problem is he is always injured. And it seemed this year in the field, he was just very timid. He was very afraid to make those diving catches, those sprawling runs that he usually makes because of the arm injury to Tommy John injury that he had. People forget that he did have Tommy John. He was going to miss a good portion of the season. But because of COVID, fuck you. You're fine. You got to play the season, the shortened season anyway. But he was very timid. Now, you'll say that he didn't. He was one of those league leaders in walks. But where are the hits? We need you to get hits. Walks are good, but you got to sprinkle in those hits every once in a while, too, to keep those pitchers honest. Guardy, I mean, Guardy's Guardy. I, 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 I don't agree with starting him in left field. I don't think he's a starting left fielder at this point. I think who you got to start is Clint Frazier. I think he's our future going forward in, in left field. Guy came up, and all he did was fucking play hard and hit the goddamn ball. And for his credit, his defense actually was very good. Much improved from the last couple of years that we've seen him out there. He needs to start. If you want to bring back guarding, I'm not opposed to bring him back into a backup role. He could pretty much play every outfield position at this point. Maybe he doesn't have the arm, but he could definitely play the field for sure. Talkman, I think it's time to say goodbye to Talkman. I think he was very useful to us. He played very well for us for a while, but I think this past season, he just didn't have it. I think maybe move on. Some younger guys, Thyro Estrada. There's promise there. I'm not going to say there's no promise. He's young. But, I mean, he's not a guy that's going to get a ton of playing time. Maybe going to be a backup to these guys in the infield. Maybe play off field. I think he does play off field. But he's basically a utility guy at this point. So you got to make a decision on him. I would keep, but it's going to be rough for him. We'll see how it goes. I don't think he has many options left. Let's talk about Tyler Wade. I am not a Tyler Wade guy. He did have flashes, but he also had flashes where he would just fuck things up. His base running skills were kind of suspect this year, and his hitting was not entirely great. I think if you have an option, definitely keep him as a utility guy. He could basically play every position in the field. He is your prototypical utility guy. I'd keep him. That's pretty much it. Nope. Nope. There's two guys that we forgot to talk about. Let's start with Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez 
had a year that you just throw away in the garbage and hope that you can follow it in there because you are that bad. He had a great rookie season, had an okay following season, and every year since then, he's just been wildly inconsistent. Not the guy that I think we thought he was going to be. I could live with the home runs. I could live with, you know, striking on here and there. But when your strikeout percentage is over 50%, when your defense is horrible, pass ball after pass ball, not making those throws that you used to make, I, I don't – how do you keep a guy like that on this team? Cashman was noncommittal to saying that Sanchez was going to be the starter next year. And I think, you know what, that's exactly how you got to play it. There's no guarantees with him. I think Kyle Gashioka, he came in. He did a pretty good job backing him up. He got the, the playing time at the end. He was a personal catcher to Garrett Cole. And I think, you know, you look at a guy like that, he's 29, 30 years old. All right, so his best years aren't be, be in front of him. They're probably behind him. But you know what? There's a few years of usefulness. He doesn't exactly hit the ball with the same power as Sanchez, but he does have some pop. But he's a good fielder, and you know what you're getting with him. Yes, I know, I know. Everybody wants to go after JT Ramuto, but guess what? He's basically in the same position, Ramuto. He's a 30, going to be a 30-year-old-plus guy, catcher. He's been playing for a long time in National League. Yes, he's a good hitter, but, you know, you get a little worried when you get those 30-year-olds that have been playing catcher in the league for a while. When do the knees give up? I mean, you do have the DH spot, but we have Stan for that, don't we? He's not a left fielder. I wouldn't go after Romulo. I would assess maybe between Higashioka and Sanchez. I don't know if you give Sanchez another shot. I guess you do because he's on the contract, but I think next year's do or die. If he has the same season he had this year, I think it's bye-bye El Garrett. Kraken is gone. And maybe you got to look to maybe starting a little more with Gashioka next year. But next year will be do or die for Gary Sanchez. That's for sure. And last but not least, it pains me to say this. Our captain. Our captain, Aaron Judge. When he's in the lineup, when he's right... He is the most feared hitter in this lineup. The guy that, you know, just pummels the ball. Great right fielder. When he's in there, he's great. But that's the problem. That's always been the issue with Aaron. Last two, three years, he hasn't been healthy. He's missed a lot of time. And when he comes back, it takes him a lot of time to get going. I could live with it. If you get injured here and there, you're going to miss some time. You know, there's a lot of torque to that body. Six foot eight. 250 pounds plus, but you know what? You can't take that long to get going. You have to get going right away. When you're out for a month and then you come back and it takes you just as long to get going, you're not going to have a good season. Your production is going to go down, and this team's going to suffer for it. He's another guy next year. I know he's a popular guy, face of the franchise right now, second most high-selling jersey in the league, but he's got to stay off. He's got to prove to this team that he could play at least 75% of the games and produce like he did his rookie year, 30-plus home runs, play the field every day like we know he's capable of doing. If these guys could pull together, if they could do what they're capable of doing, there isn't a team in this league, not the Rays, not the Dodgers, nobody that can beat this team. 
You got to put it together. We got to regroup. We got to get these pieces that we need, these extra pieces that we need to fit into the puzzle. And we need to get this team on track. We need to get number 28. I'm sick of saying 27. 27 is a nice number. It's the most wins. And yes, I know, I know. The Yankees didn't get most of these wins during their all-hour time. But guess what? They are still the 27-time world champions. I'm not going to hide my laurels behind that. But I will say this. One championship in the last 20 years is not acceptable. This team needs to win. There is a clock. It's ticking. And these players are approaching or in their prime now. We have to win. We have a small window of maybe three to five years with this core group to get some championships. And then after that, the whole clock starts over again. Also, we're going to touch upon another little piece of this team that should be on the hot seat. Let's say two pieces, actually. Brian Cashman. Yep, been with the team since, what, 95? Assistant, went to a GM after Bob Watson was replaced. But as much as he finds these diamonds in the rough, you cannot discount the fact that this team has not won a championship since 2009. And has only won one championship in the last 20 years. That is a big trap. The biggest trap. And that is not acceptable. He should be on hot seat next year. If he doesn't produce, we got to maybe look forward. Which leads to Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone. I, I, I can't get a, I can't get a grip on this guy. I can't tell if he's being controlled by the analytics team. If he's being told what to do, how to manage his team. He says he's not. Cashman says he's not a puppet to the analytics team. But, I mean, these, these choices he makes, the, his body language, the way he responds to questions, doesn't seem that way. Does not seem this way. And if you're going to have a guy that's basically a placeholder as a manager, you could get anybody in here, but at least you could get a little better than him in here. He's got to be also in the hot seat. He is going to be a free agent manager. Yankees will probably bring him back. I don't doubt they're going to bring him back for less than two years. That's generally what they do, two years. Maybe they'll do one, maybe put a spark under him and fucking Cashman's ass. But at least for the next year, maybe two years, we're going to have this guy's again, and he needs to step up. He needs to take a grip, takes a handle on this team, and he needs to bring them to where we need to be to be 28-time world champions. It hurt. It hurts every year going down like this. It hurts having to tell you guys that we need to do these things to get a championship because we haven't got one. It hurts seeing the Rays in the World Series. It hurts seeing the Dodgers. The Dodgers were a team that were expected to be in the World Series. And look, they're right there. We're supposed to be right there with them next year. This will be us. This will be the Yankees. This is Tone. This is On Deck. And this is Flagpost Sports. All right, guys. Be good.